Welcome to Stock Odds, Odds and End podcast. Welcome to Stock Odds. This is Dave Singh here with Rob Friesen, getting ready for the week ahead. Good evening, Rob. How's everything? Oh, yeah, busy weekend, but uh, this is our Canadian Thanksgiving weekend as well. So Monday's a holiday up here for Canadians. So expect lighter volume on the market with some of our institutions offline personal investing, you know, some of them offline, taking a long weekend out of it, a big travel day, a big, you know, lots, lots of busy activities, lots of family stuff. So um, it's, you know, it's busy, but um, just keep that in mind for Monday that the volume on the New York will be a little bit less than normal. I think the bond market's closed too, correct? Uh, I haven't even looked at that. Sorry. Um, is it uh, what what day is it? <laughs> what it's day Columbus, is it? For? Columbus Day. Oh, the Col- oh yeah, Columbus. I remember Mr. Columbus. Yes, good for him. Uh, so yeah, uh, definitely. Then uh, bonds are closed. So that that means that um, the S and P uh, is trading without the supervision of Big Brother, right? Yep. So we could get swings either way sometimes. Well, it can, you know, you could have a, a, a bigger rally day if the bonds aren't around. It's possible. I mean, looking at some of the stuff that we're screening for stock odds, um, some amazingly bullish skew overall from what happened on Friday's move down. So, yeah. like, if you look at the average performance of the entire S&P 500, what's projected um, under some of the signals like, you know, momentum or RSI, and you go click on in your web screen or you click on average, you'll see that um, the skew is to the bullish side um, mm-hmm. because we had such a, you know, deep discount um, on Friday, right? So um, that may not that may not be the case. We may, we may have an interference, which is why we like to trade uh, hedged. So well, I mean, we could be coming into the week with a big discount because mid-month seasonality is quite bullish as well. So the fact we had such a big day down, that could be an advantage to a lot of the things we're trying here. Yeah, but we don't start that till the ninth business day, right? So if we're looking at uh, that would be starting on Thursday, right? Correct. So we got a few days here to, to get through before then. So we really we're really in a lull here as far as we had the first Friday uh, seasonality and now we have the uh, mid-month starting on the 13th. Um, but we're coming off the back of uh, China's national holiday week. It's called the Golden Week. That's a time where, you know, trips, tourism, family all all sort of happen. It's one of the bigger, you know, holiday weeks of the year for them. And, um, and they're co- and coming back and we're starting to see uh, Asian equities sell off. And par- probably the reason is, you know, whenever you've had these events where many people get together you've had an increase in covid right and they have a zero don't forget they have a zero covid policy so uh the lockdowns are probably imminent which can affect oil oil had a pretty good week um and we may see it have an opportunity to pull back perhaps i don't know i mean i'm still you know you i mentioned last week i was favorable on oil and um you know, it did have a pretty big week. So um, if it pulls back, I, I, you know, this would be the time if, if people are concerned about these lockdowns. 
It is it is off a little bit tonight already. Um, crude oil is down minus 0.71, or it's minus 0.77 percent. It's pulled back. Mm-hmm. So so that's uh, a potential. A potential sign that maybe it'll have a little bit of a stall just because of the Chinese effect here, perhaps. Now let's look at our other futures. Um, the Dow Jones is currently down um, minus 0.41 percent, or 121 points. S&P is down 17.5 points, or 0.48 percent. NASDAQ is down 57 points, or 0.52 percent. Russell is down 8.7 points, or minus 0.51 percent. And the VIX is up 2.57 percent, back up, kind of, we got a bit of resistance around the 32 on the VIX. So it's hanging in right around there at the moment. Um, it did have a spike, you know, up last week a little bit, but not like not like super sharp move up, but just kind of a little bit elevated. Um, and it's right back up there um, at the moment. So uh, looks like the market's factoring in a little bit of concern going forward, still on this theme of inflation and interest rates. Um, but you know, we kind of had that tackled a little bit last week. So there is a potential for a bounce. Mm-hmm. And we're not, you know, we're kind of in limbo here a little bit because they're sitting at about a half back to two thirds back of the move that we had up is how far we pulled back. But we're, we're not yet on the October, beginning of October low. Right. Sure. Um, you know, that, that's a point to test for sure. So that was October the 4th and the 3rd, somewhere in there. Third, third for the S&P 500 was October 3rd. So. So then we went we went up and then we pulled back half to a, to two thirds of that move. So maybe. Maybe we'll still go down and test the low again before we're satisfied, or maybe it puts in a bit of a higher low and starts to draw in buyers that way. That is definitely a possibility. Okay, um, looking at metals, rolling back over from the recent uh, spike up, and looking at currencies, the US dollar retraced half of the pullback, so it pulled back to what was formerly support uh, resistance and became support. And uh, off that support, it bounced about halfway back. So the US dollar is still holding up. It's up slightly tonight. And um, there you have it, bonds. What's happening in the bond world? And uh, we're kind of sitting just off of the lows on the 30-year bond. Same thing with the 10-year there you go. Over to you, Dave. What do you got? No, I mean, I was preparing for the mid-month seasonality, which is later in the week. We do also have some earnings coming up this week. So we'll start with the earnings. Um, on Monday, nothing too eventful. 
On Tuesday, we have uh, Delta Airlines, um, BlackRock. Wednesday, we have Pepsi. Then at the end of the week, we have quite a few earnings that might be significant. Thursday, we have uh, Fastenal, Charles Schwab, uh, Dr. Pepper, um, Goldman Sachs. And Friday is the big day. All the bank earnings. We've got USB, US Bank Corp, Wells Fargo, JP Morgan, City, PNC, Morgan Stanley, and then also United Health. So end of the week could be a lot of interest in financials and some of the report the earnings reports there could could be a driver as well. And then the ten year treasury continues to almost get to four percent. We're at three point eight eight percent now. But um if that keeps going higher, that's also supportive for uh, financials to some some degree. But um I think end of the week expect uh, financial earnings to be a driver. And then um that mid month seasonality does start on Thursday. <clears throat> and it is quite quite bullish. Um uh, the entire month, most of the gain can be attributed to that mid-month seasonality. So the S&P is expected to do 0.81 during that period. And for the entire month, it's expected to do 0.79. So mid-month seasonality is expected to be strong. And then within that, um, the Qs are expected to do better than the Spider, slightly, and uh, the Dow weaker. So Qs, Russell 2000, and Spider about the same close to 0.8% expected return. And then some of the ETFs within that that expected to be longer or shorter. Um, short, we'll start with shorter. Energy, um, XLC, XLK, XLP, and XLY. So discretionary, staples, uh, technology, communication, the oil could be weaker, as well as the ARC stocks. And the stronger things, um, here's one. The solar stocks, TAN, the TAN, Expected to be up 3.3%. So like solar stocks, yeah. song, the socks, which is chips, um, biotech, XBI, gold, SMH, GDX, GDXJ, basic materials, and um, some financials, uh, XLF and KRE. So the seasonality in financials is expected to be strong. If that, if the earnings reports are strong as well. That might be some really good place to be long uh, later in the week, financials and um, some basic material materials. But that's that. Well, we, that, well, we, hmm? we do have, like you mentioned, the, the socks. Um, I think, uh, you know, with the policies that have been put in place for um, kind of curtailing China's technology development in the chips, chip area, this favors uh, U.S. chip makers. Um, so kind of looking at you know even even starting tomorrow if if the day can turn out to be a little bit more favorable maybe pre-market we get a good indication some of these chip makers that got really hammered on friday might bounce back um so keep that in mind and also this is an interesting area with utilities because they had some really significant sell-off day after day after day they're quite dramatic um, and so the tension is, you know, with utilities is they have to sort of uh, please the um, stakeholders as well as the consumers. And, you know, any type of price controls or caps or whatever can really hurt their ability to increase prices because at the end of the day, they kind of need to pass it on to the consumer. 
Um, but that might be a, a, a tricky road. So that's kind of why these utilities, which have normally defensive, have been so impacted. One, they were elevated during the initial sell-off that we had this year. Um, uh, utilities did quite well because they were defensive. And um, and recently, they you know just started to really give it back, and it's it's more related to these uh, uh, price concerns. Are they going to be able to um, raise raise prices to the consumer so they can keep their margins and et cetera. And also if the debt, they're highly indebted, right? Cause there's a bond component with utilities is if uh, interest rates keep rising, it can affect utilities, correct? Correct. So um, just keep that in mind. Um, now we do have some economic reports this week. So Wednesday we have PPI and that will be interesting because that's kind of steps into our inflation discussions, right? Mm-hmm. Um, and then we have FOMC meetings, uh, meeting minutes, the minutes uh, on Wednesday as well. And then we have Thursday, you know, just when seasonality kicks in, we have CPI, mm-hmm. right? So again, and then Friday we have uh, retail sales and consumer oh, sentiment. initial jobless claims as well. Yeah, get a bit of consumer sentiment and stuff too, right? So it's, uh, I mean, earnings start off a little bit slower, but like the banks really kick it off as as uh, Dave mm-hmm. mentioned right on Friday. Um, and you know you don't have to like you don't have to have exposure to things that obviously have earnings uh, if you don't want like stay in groups that you know you don't have that, those issues and and especially if you want to tackle you know consumer discretionary or you or oil energy or whatever like you can be long and short within the same group I mean there's some remarkable opportunities just going to the stock odds web screener and picking up. A group, for example, like um, XLE components, and then taking and looking at the odds of how are some of the symbols supposed to do relative to XLE mm-hmm. on the bullish side and on the bearish side. You know, take your five top bullish ones, five bottom bearish ones, and uh, put them together, and and you don't even have to use the ETF. You just uh, balance the capital on the uh, longs versus the shorts. Um, so there's lots of ways to sort of stay out of directional exposure, out of trouble, as it were, which can work for you, but it can also work against you, right? And we still have our geopolitical risks. Nothing's changed there. I mean, got Russia, Ukraine, that, that tension is still there. No sight of... Uh, resolution or well I, I would say it's actually increased the risk of it because you know the more retaliatory Ukraine is even if they're winning just puts more pressure on a potential move to unconventional weapons right yeah uh, so this is getting you know just because ground is has been gained and maybe they took out the Crimea bridge a bridge however that happened whether it was a False flag, a mistake. Uh, I think the latest was some kind of logistics mistake or something, or or whatever. Whoever took it out. Mm-hmm. The problem is that uh, it just gets used as another excuse to 
bomb the crap out of something else, right? So, like, this thing isn't getting better. It's not getting better. It's possibly getting worse, and we have to take that into account. And there's no so, visible off-ramps for Putin. No, not really, no. Um, it, you know, you wonder, like, if he gets gets to the situation, he's got nothing to lose. I mean, there is there is the risk that, you know, somebody... Um, takes him out, <laughs> you know, um, that, that, that might mean it falls into better hands or it falls into worse hands. It's still even that you don't know, right? <laughs> so <laughs> there's no, there's no easy way out on this. Uh, it's, it's, it's war. War is messy, you know, and, uh, and we shouldn't even be in this situation, right? Correct. Yeah. So, um, well, anything else on your did we miss anything on your list here? Not on my stuff here, but. Um. Okay. Um, yeah, so I, I'm kind of allowing for a rally in these uh, first few days before we get to um, the FOMC minutes, which is or would be at 2 p.m. Eastern time on uh, Wednesday. And so I'd be I'd be kind of allowing for a rally in these three days, even though we haven't tested the beginning of October low um, and we still might do that. And so I have to allow for that as well. So, you know, to to, to hold your ideas loosely, you know, don't be overly committed, don't be stubborn. Um, and again, we get to trade hedged, which is remarkable. We have ideas for the long side. We have ideas for the short side. We have. A lot of ways to look at things. We also have the seasonality. You know, Friday's Friday's seasonality, just the stocks itself, were 0.33% return on capital. You can go look at it yourself. The symbols for um, Friday that said, hey, these are the good long symbols and these are the short symbols. Anything with odds over 50, uh, you know, produced 0.33% uh, return on capital from open to close. So, you know, and in spite of all of the stuff going on in the world, in spite of all the bad news and the fear of inflation and rising interest rates and Fed's going to be more aggressive and for longer than we thought, mm. still one basic statistical piece of information, which is how things have performed in the past, came through and produced as, you know, kind of as expected. So leave you with that and um, let's have a good trading week. Good luck right, on your list there. Yeah. Goodbye. Thanks.